Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Loot Crate. Go to lootcrate.com forward slash filthy casuals and enter the promo code filthy casuals for $3 off any new subscription today. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three extremely kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo and uh, hell of a show for you this evening. Uh, we've got sitting across from me, Ben Vanell. G'day, Steve Zisu. It's mm-hmm. nice to be here. Mm. A thrilling <laughs> reference for the people listening at home. And also Adam Knox. G'day, uh Tip of a penis, orange, but orange. Mm. Uh, it's, that's red. He's wearing a beanie. Hey, um, man. I, I've, I've had the audacity to wear a red <laughs> beanie to the record this evening. I thought it was orange. I'm always bragging about how I don't see colour, and now I've proved it. <laughs> um, quick update uh, on some stuff we mentioned last week. I wanted mm. to check in on the Bare Naked Ladies scale. Yes. Uh, on a couple of things I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Slime Sun. A game that I gave, I believe, 3.5 melons on the Con the Fruiter scale too. Yes. Lights off on that one. Oh. Haven't played it again. Oh. If someone didn't listen to last week's episode. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that riff about the beanie has already turned them off, so it's fine at this point. I yeah. skip one week of this podcast and the English language changes. And it's been terrible. <laughs> yeah. How long did you skip of the podcast? Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, Cave Story Lights very much on For that one Yeah me too Played it in bed Until about 2am last night Oh very nice Really good stuff Uh, Lights off on Tacoma But just because I haven't had the time Mm -hmm. I'm still really interested in it And Splatoon 2 Lights on Lights nice. very much on. Yep. The lights were off for a long time because I didn't have internet while I was travelling, but mm. now I'm back and I'm gradually levelling up and getting all the new weapons and stuff, and so it is lights on. Yep. Where are you at with Splatoon 2? Are you still playing it? Uh, yes, but I refuse to participate in <laughs> this particular... So that's a lights on. <laughs> it See, is. Uh... as we predicted, the <laughs> listeners love the new scale. Yeah. You're the only one who's left behind and not into this. Why don't you just get on it? Life is going to be so much easier for you if you just get on board with Nox, it. if you don't like it now, give it a couple of days. <laughs> oh, this, you're making obvious why it is that I... My, my he can't even formulate it. Up. Lost for words. I've never seen him like this. Someone said, a listener said, they could, they could feel Nox's like, discomfort yes. through the microphones. <laughs> yes. I believe that will be happening again. I'm glad I... I, listen, I actually listened back to the episode and I, 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 I heard myself making sure to stress that it wasn't a bit, yeah. that he actually was angry and I'm glad yep. that the listeners, that that came through yep. in the audio without me even needing to say it. Anyway, it's a brand new week and a brand new world and we've got a brand new attitude so we can forget about the mistakes of the past and move on to the brilliant, beautiful future that we're going to create. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we've got a bit of news to get to off the top of the show. 
Uh, first of all, this week, Nintendo are being sued yes. by uh, by a little no-name company who thought they're going to – who really <laughs> felt like I, – I think they reckon they're going to David and Goliath yeah. this one. <laughs> Filthy Casuals Incorporated are suing Nintendo <laughs> for, for eating up so much <laughs> of our lives. Um, yeah, so a, a, a company that, that I had never heard of that make – what do they make? They make iPad accessories and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peripherals and yeah, mainly that mm. kind of stuff. Tablet accessories. So they've come out and they've claimed that the the Joy-Con and the way that they detach from the Switch in encroaches. <laughs> is, that, is that the correct? <laughs> word? Absolutely. On uh, on their copyright, on their on, on their, their patent. Patent. Um, so it remains to be seen if anything will come of this or whether yeah. this will. Because uh, this got, I saw this going around a lot on Twitter. This was like a, you know, it's an interesting story when yeah. when someone comes out because it like if it pans out i mean it could be that would be the most curb your enthusiasm ending to nintendo's year <laughs> where they finally have some success they get back on top and then they go bank- bankrupt <laughs> because they've unknowingly ripped off a, a patent game vice yeah game, is, game vice. Is, the, is the name of the company yeah i uh, these stories come up every now and then they're always on like a, sh- a shittier news service and like yeah. a little human interest sec- section and i just always go they're not going to win. Yeah. Like no, Nintendo's going to win. It's absolutely they're going to win. But generally it's uh, like, I think the way these things always work or or the thing they're going for is a little bit of a payoff. Yeah. Because that's just easier for Nintendo. Yeah. To yeah. Like, oh. Is this like, this seems like a, is this a patent troll thing or is this... A little bit. You know, like that's When you've got something that's... even close, like when, you remember when um the PS3 came out, how the controller no. didn't have... If you remember when the PS3 came <laughs> out, man, you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the controller didn't have rumble in it, mm. and so yeah. he was going like, "Oh man, it's because the rumble messes with the motion control, and the motion control is mm, oh, it's the most beautiful technology ever." Yeah, it's because they were in a similar situation over the rumble technology oh. was the real reason. That's why, like a year later, they were like, "Rumble's back, baby!" Yeah. Right? What do you mean they were getting sued? Or they, they someone was claiming that the way that their rumble in their controllers worked was their ah uh, right right. right. Um, and so, th- yeah, I-, I think this basically happens anytime anything comes out and is successful. Someone comes yeah. out of the woodwork and goes, "That yeah. was me." Yeah, this was this. So this one, the Game Vice one, it did come out in 2013, mm. and it is two controllers on either side of a tablet. Mm. So I can see why they've done it. So why not go after them as soon as they put that launch video out of the Switch? Also, that stuff's always happened. Like, the original Game Boy had attachments like that, you know? Yeah. It's uh, the, the, like, Atari Lynx looked like that. It's not not a crazy new thing that they've done. Yeah. The idea of a clip. Yeah. I kind of do, uh, like... It would suck, but I kind of do like the idea that this is the one that sticks. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you always read these stories, and like, I agree with you. You go, nothing more is going to come. Yeah. Of this. But yeah. every now and then, like, one of you know, one of them could take. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. It was called the WikiPad. Yes. That's a terrible name, and it That's- looks. It looks more. It's like a U shape, and the iPad slots into the top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. it doesn't really look like the Switch things. It's more like. Um, a different thing, <laughs> oh, okay. in my opinion. I think their lawsuit's going to go great. I think these, <laughs> these guys have made a rod for their own backs because now they just look like pricks. Yeah, you know they're not yeah. going to get any traction. I don't think this. that, Game and also Vi- they've damaged their brand. I'm pretty yeah. sure that Game Vice, the inventors of the WikiPad, aren't worried about their brand <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Is yeah. Wikipedia going to sue them over the name? This yeah, yeah never exactly. Ending. The WikiPad. Yeah. yeah, I think Wiki is just open slather though, isn't it? Because like WikiLeaks. Yeah, and I always thought WikiLeaks when it first, not always, for a brief moment of time. <laughs> yes. I thought WikiLeaks was like 
Leaks because leak in my head only really had a connotation to like a, a video vegetable? game news. Oh, okay. Or a vegetable. Look at me. I don't know. <laughs> Even pumpkin doesn't mean vegetable to me. But um, like when you'd hear a leak from a movie or like a, a game would be leaked early or something yeah. like that. So I remember going to WikiLeaks and being like, oh, I'm going to get to see the new Zelda or something early. It's like, oh, blah, 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 Syria. And I was real disappointed. Mm. Right. <laughs> I'm not a big. I don't news know man. how to respond to that story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking for a response. I'm just looking to get it out there. <laughs> if only a group could edit that contribution. <laughs> uh, well, what what are they called? Game Vice. I got some do's and don'ts for you. Yeah. Don't sue Nintendo. Do shut the fuck up. <laughs> so there you go. You know, like the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Game. not sure the how magazine to... Vice. Right, right, right. I'm you not know sure. that section that they haven't had in there for about five years now. Not sure how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't looking for a response. <laughs> I was just looking to get it out there. <laughs> the end. Um, you had some news about Dota. Uh, well, you know, the world has some news. I'm just a vessel mm-hmm. through which it pours. Now, but, this uh, is Kanye West's mother, right? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> What's happened to that fucking game he was making? Remember, oh, yeah. like three years ago at was, E3? Yeah. Was it at E3 or was it no, was it one of his fashion shows where yeah. you went, guess what? I'm making shoes and a new album and a video game where you play as my dead mum in she's heaven. She's got yeah. angel wings and she's flying <laughs> up through the sky. Yeah. It's not like Kanye West to rapidly change direction <laughs> <laughs> almost unpredictably. What comes out first? Death Stranding or the dead Kanye West mum game? <laughs> maybe it is Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah maybe the Kanye West dead mum game. And God, I hope it's actually called that. Is is hidden as a as a little bonus in Death Stranding. Oh yeah, like no, you know in Donkey Kong sixty four, yeah. how you can go and play like an arcade cabinet of the original Donkey Kong. It's no bonus. Yeah. It is the entirety of the thing. Great. Kojima yeah. came to. Ah, oh, Kojima didn't he meet Kanye at some point? Yeah, I'm Surely. sure they did. Yeah, Surely I feel like I've yeah. seen someone lose their mind about that because yeah. it's two fucking weirdos meeting. Our friend Angus Truscott. I think that is exactly. Yeah. Would have done a big cummy if that happened. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've got such a soft spot. Kojima's like one of the only people I can think of actually no there are a few of them that who is like legitimately a superstar in his own right in the field that he works in who still gets unashamedly excited about loving other things that come out. Yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? Well, Kanye like, West is also like that, kind of. Like he often, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll I, often pick up on one thing and tweet about it and then it becomes really but, successful. But even just Kojima will get to meet a director at, yeah. at, a, at an event and go bananas over it on mm. Twitter, which you don't, you don't really see t- other than people just going, oh, hey, this other movie is really good. Yeah. You don't see – like he froths over just getting like the soundtrack to a movie mm. that – like he'll put up photos like, oh, the vinyl of this finally came in the mail. Like yeah, he yeah. kind of is happy to wear his fanboydom mm. on his sleeve, yeah. which I guess is also reflected in the games that he makes. Fanboydom? Yeah. I barely know him. I didn't expect a response to that. <laughs> I just wanted to put it out. We've got to start giving each other more. It's making too much dead air. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. it's, sometimes it's just really hard. <laughs> uh, speaking of hard, Dota 2 is a hard game to care about, but there was a big... Uh, <laughs> oh, a big uh, The maestro. I don't, well, no, I, that's not fair because I've never, ever, ever tried it. And it's extremely popular. Yeah, mm. yeah. That and League of Legends are both so unapproachable, though. Yeah. In the same way that fucking um, volleyball is the first sport I thought of that I wouldn't just go and start trying to play volleyball one day <laughs> okay you know what I mean like they they are closer to a I sport think the idea of you just just one day deciding to try and play any sport is it, is weird it's it's <laughs> ludicrous <laughs> which is the point that I'm trying to make here okay yeah. <laughs> ludicrous great rapper yeah <laughs> also unapproachable <laughs> the but like what's that based on uh, he could be he could be friendly you don't just know. a vibe yeah okay. he, he keeps telling me to move out the way <laughs> 
mean? What am I supposed to Calling think? me the B word. Does he at least, yeah, does he say it politely or is he rude about it? He's pretty rude. But oh, not damn. too rude. Okay. Yeah. PG rude. <laughs> well, the it's uh, called the International and they had their big thing. And like, yeah, no, no. Um, disrespect? Disrespect to anybody who does like these games, you fucking losers. But <laughs> the point, no, I'm kidding. The it, the interesting thing about this was the, the top player whose name uh, I believe is Dendy. Not his real name. That's his like donor name, which is something that those games need to move past before yeah. they're going to be like. Because you know how they're like, it's on ESPN now. Mm. But doesn't it? Everything has that. Don't every esports has you competing under like a game. Yeah, game, I think that's right? the point. And yeah, all of those things need to move uh, past. Yeah, okay. Imagine real if Michael going, Jordan yeah. had been like XX DJ fuckwit. I XX. already <laughs> like it heaps more. Already yeah. like it heaps XX more. DJ fuckwit goes up for a two. <laughs> Pointer. No, I'm okay that's with that. I mean, say it, in basketball commentary, yes, right? Yes. It sounds kind of silly, but I also think that's. I mean, that's where it's come from. Is you playing online and you have yeah. tags? To me, it's more disingenuous for it to all of a sudden be. Oh, and here he is representing Korea, Dan Smith. I don't think he's representing Korea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had not gotten a response yeah. to that one. I was really hoping I was going to get away with that. But uh, so he's like the widely accepted as the top player. He's the Gary Kasparov, if yes. you will, of uh, Dota. Yeah, and the he Gary was, this is Dendi. Yeah. So he's visited Australia and he's loved that little chain of art house cinemas that yes. we have. He got a great chock top from there and he thought, you know what, I'm going to go home. And I'm going to call myself this when I play online. Yeah. Oh, cinemas. Are they Right. No, come on. I was thinking that was a Gary Kasparov thing. <laughs> no. His full uh, ta- user tag is Dendy Cinemas Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> his arch en- nemesis, the palace. <laughs> oh, is get this on the board. the most obscure riff we've ever done? <laughs> yes, Suburban-based Melbourne cinema yeah. chains. Art yeah. house Melbourne yes. cinema chains. Honestly, these obscure cinema references aren't really my jam factory. Anyway, <sighs> I... Uh, it Thought it was interesting that he What's he's obscure. That's like the biggest one in the city. It's obscure for someone from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he, he got beaten by an AI. Mm-hmm. By mm. uh, AI stands for awesome, intelligent person. Oh, so God, not I you. Of <laughs> <laughs> Even me trying to think of the second letter, I just use the letter that it is. Yeah. <laughs> But it, yeah, he got beaten by a computer, which yeah. that's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. well, because when did that happen to Gary Kasparov? That's why I mentioned him. What, is, what was that? The eighties or something? Deep, deep, deep blue. Deep blue. Yeah, I don't know. Early nineties, maybe. Yeah. Before I was old enough to care about chess. Yeah. What so, age did you start caring about chess? Negative uh, thirty-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's pretty interesting. That's that, pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. I still think it, does the AI have a name? Because I've always thought that's one of. The, first of all, a man being beaten by chess at a machine. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. The fact that they call it Deep Blue. Yeah. Fuck, that's a cool name for a nerd robot that plays chess. Totally. Does this? Uh-huh. Did, did they give this AI any kind of name or so is it just... I'm looking at this. I think it's called OpenAI mm. and it looks like it played itself for two weeks, sort uh-huh. of teaching itself how to play this game. Oh, wow. So it's. I think I, I might have this a little bit wrong, but it's one of those, um, what do you call it? Uh, machine learning. What are they called? Machine learning. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> I think it might have been one of them as well. Yeah, right. I'm actually reading Those up a bit. Are fucking spooky. I'm reading up a bit more about it here. It says right now it's at my house fucking my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They learn quick. <laughs> Seems weird. Yeah. 
They learn what they can get away with. <laughs> it's gone mad. It's been two weeks fucking itself first. <laughs> That'd be so funny if Skynet happens. Skynet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kills some of us and then the final most bone-chilling phase of its plan, it goes and starts fucking all of our wives. Oh. No! <laughs> the ultimate indignity. We're all cucks. Um, uh, anyway, I'm sure there's three people that listen to this who play Dota who are thrilled that we've given it the yeah. trademark filthy casual spin. I, I really want to try that game out one day, but I'm spooked by do it. Do you have the same concern that you do about going back to World of Warcraft where it's like, well, this could be everything now. Yes, This could exactly. be my life. Or or buying one Amiibo yeah. or basic like heroin, any anything that, <laughs> yep. that a little bit gets you hooked. Yeah. I want to avoid that because yeah. I've had it happen with enough things. Yep. You should see my sneaker collection. Okay. <laughs> what was the last thing that you got uh, really hooked on where you were like, i got to pull myself out of this? Uh, probably alcohol. Alcohol is the answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> but if you want like so a I fun one. we'd have fun with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I, I heard Ben fucking going for it because he doesn't have any social awareness. <laughs> and I have a beer in my hand. <laughs> uh, it would be like... I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of mine as well. But I don't have a super. I don't get hooked into stuff in that same way. But I did get into. Yeah, uh, I think we've talked about it on this before that dumb cookie clicker game. Oh, oh yeah, those yeah. games where you're just hitting the screen as hard Man. as you can. That was one yeah. where I had to go. It's time to walk away. Yeah. yeah, right. Honestly, I have this with everything that I am actually into. Like I get obsessed with it, but then I just burn out after a while because yeah. I do play it so much. Yeah, yeah. But like there was. Like, basically high school was when I was doing that kind of stuff. Like, there was, like, text-based multi-user dungeon games I used to play. Wow. I used to play a fucking lot. So, yeah, I, I def- definitely have the same tendency, but I just kind of... I, I just give myself a bunch of other things to do so I can't fall into that trap. Yeah, right. I think I, I, the last thing I deliberately went, okay, I'm deleting this and not doing it anymore, mm-hmm. was, uh, was Hearthstone. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because that was on the phone and it was just the thing where I would just go like, okay, one game before I go to sleep. Yeah. And then would get three or four hours less sleep than normal. Yeah, yeah. Which yep. was fucking, when you're sleeping four hours, that's a lot less sleep to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a good, there was maybe the maybe a solid month of hardcore Super Mario run when that first came out. On yeah, the right. Yeah. yeah. I got really, really hooked on that. Yeah, yeah. right. On doing the... The like the verse thing where you'd play against yep. people and get the yep. coin. The toad, right. toad, that's toad. such an rally. Yeah, toad rally. Because yeah. winning, winning felt so good. So it was just like, and I, I was always trying to get myself to a certain level of coin. So you lose some and you go back. Yeah, and then I'm yeah. like, no, I, well, no, now I need to win a couple to build that back up. And that's, then that yeah. starts feeling good. So it's like, well, I'll just keep doing this until it stops feeling good. Oh, yeah. I've lost again. Well, I want to go out on a high. So yeah. I'll do one more until I win and then go to bed. And then it's just that cycle. For yeah. a game that seemed so benign and like was kind of unpopular too. That's a funny one to like. Mm. Really? Like, unpo- yeah, it made a lot yeah. less money that they thought. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably it's still like getting addicted to like Flintstones chewable vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> like, technically, still, it's a drug. Yeah. Probably still did make heaps, but I yeah. think they they estimated at a, a way higher level. Yeah, mm. I wonder how that's changed because it's been a long time since they've said anything about like the animal. They're still Crossing updating one. it. Mm. No, There's, but like how oh, they've cha- how it's changed the, the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon we'll. Yeah, surely there'll be some kind of announcement about that coming. There was mm. meant to be months ago. I feel soon. like. Yeah. I feel like they may have pivoted. 
Yeah. Really? You reckon it's off the table? I, I reckon it's on the table in a bigger way. I reckon they're going full <laughs> Animal Crossing game okay. with it, maybe. It's on oh, a bigger yeah. table. Yeah, that would right. be cool. Speaking of like mobile games and Hearthstone and stuff, that was the other Dota thing is that they, Valve were like, we're going to announce a new game. Mm. And so everyone went stupidly, it's Half-Life 3. Yeah. She's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, it was uh, a Dota card game thing like in the vein of Hearthstone. Yeah. Maybe that'll be good. Man, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, so you I want a response to that, or you didn't want a response to that? <laughs> just, uh, just go, huh? Huh? There you go. Great. A video games podcast where the hosts have to verbally announce whether they want a response to the things they're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I can see I, that. I feel like trying out. We're trying out a camera. Oh yeah, to film this podcast. I've for- completely forgot about it. To be yeah, honest, yeah, well, that's the goal. It's isn't all it? I've been thinking. About. <laughs> <laughs> I've been giving little. I've been mugging towards it. <laughs> really? Now that's interesting. You also know we're not releasing that video. Yeah. No, we're not. So no one's ever going to see it except for me. But it's when it's on, I start clowning. I, you know, I dare say I don't think even you will see it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to ever bother to access the video yeah. footage off that camera and have a look. I hate yeah. looking at video of myself. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Hate looking at video of me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the dope. Last time stuff. I looked at video of you, my fucking head turned to stone. Okay. You're Medusa. <laughs> yeah, why though? You know how when you watch but a just video of Medusa? <laughs> just my head though. The rest of my body, I was free to walk around, but my head was the last stone. Time, no, I understand that. 24 hours. I understand the reference. The last time I watched a video footage of Knox, my dick turned to stone. All right, uh, now let's move on. <laughs> I feel like this Dota card game, like it, it'll be the same thing that, that Dota is appealing to, like, it's that same kind of, like, picking characters and battling. And it's like, well, yeah, you've picked the perfect target market for this. I guess so. Which is not me, to be fair. And also, uh, like, the people who play Dota are very ready to uh, show their appreciation for something in the form of microtransaction stuff. Yeah. Which is, I'm assuming, what their real reason for doing this is. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, good on them. And if you like that stuff, when people like those games, they really fucking get into them. Yeah, totally. yeah. So think, there's something it, to it. I would never discount that there's something to it. Was it Ben Russell who was saying he got into Gwent? Mm. Like really into No, it was, I think it might have been Greg Larson. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, who, it's like, well, it's just a card game, but it's really addictive. Yeah. Uh, those, the, the, uh, and Hearthstone is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those things are all like... Magic the Gathering, extremely popular. Yeah. They're good, they're good it's games. It's weird that they haven't fucking made one. Yeah. That they, I mean, I guess they're still trying to make people buy the actual things, but... Yeah. The fact Maybe they just figure, yeah, it'll cut into... But you're right, yeah. that is bizarre that there's not at least some the, kind yeah. of... Yeah, the thing that it's all modelled on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I went through a bit of a magic phase in maybe year ten. Yeah, I never. I I've never gone in. Yeah, I I got into. I mean, like most people, I was deep into the Pokemon card game. Yeah, and did that for a bit, and then kind of got a bit of a whiff of magic. I had a kid at my <laughs> school who played it, and sort of thought, you know, you kind of go, ah, well, I guess. I guess I should transition into this because it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of big boy Pokemon cards, yep. and yep. you know I'm 14. I'm basically an adult now, <laughs> and yeah, I think I, I remember. Uh, but by the time it was one of those things where by the time I came along to it, 
it's so far along and there's so much to it that yeah. it just it's very, very intimidating. Yep. And I was kind of always interested in like going along to those tournaments. Like mm. because it, you know, at that age where there wasn't really much internet yet. So just even being at a card store and them going Hey, you know this thing that you're into that you, you know one other person at your school is into. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be twenty strangers here playing it on Saturday. It was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then you go along and you're like, this is actually real scary, and I don't <laughs> know if I really want to be here that's or a, take that's, any of these people on. That's what happened when I was into Warhammer. Right, like me and like all of my schoolmates were into it. But then you'd go to the shop and it's a bunch of like weird 17-year-old dudes who are like all smell really bad and they're all looming over you and you're like, I just want to buy my little things and go home. Mm, right. Um, uh, that's it. That's the similar experience to what I had when I got really into competitive breakdancing. <laughs> I'd go along and I was have trying my to- magic cards <laughs> and everyone would go, get out of here, kid. I was trying to kind of formulate a joke where it was like Ben saying he's scared of 17-year-olds mm. and go, mm. yeah, and what was- 2016, like, for you. Oh. That would be funny. He's 29 years old and getting spooked by 17-year-olds. Yeah. I got scared and of a pack of I'll tell of you youths. what, I would have been expecting a response to that. <laughs> I got scared by a pack of youths the other day. Really? Yeah. They were at a station and I was- A I, radio station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the host, the new host of uh, Breakfast on Triple J. <laughs> I was like, oh, they no. Are, I mean, they're from Adelaide. They're scary-looking yeah, kids. Yeah. Why did they get it? <laughs> 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 scared of all the opportunities that they're getting instead of me. It's terrifying. I'm scared of Father Time putting his icy claw on my shoulder. I'm scared of the music they play. I don't get it. <laughs> it signals a shift. It's three exclamation marks. Why is it chick, chick, chick? Doesn't make any sense. Well, also, they've been around for that's years. That's a really outdated pl- reference. <laughs> they're not being played on Triple J. They're playing at Meredith, and they I was are- going through the oh, lineup okay. of Meredith and didn't recognize any of the names and couldn't remember any except for the old one that I already knew. <laughs> Bro, yeah. are you going to go? Bro, I, it's like 400 bucks, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go, bro. Okay. We uh, make $800 a day each from this podcast. <laughs> People don't know that, but like this is doing really well. So what do you care? That's half a day's work. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you work. Oh, whatever. You work but, hard. You don't play hard. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my philosophy. Work hard, play soft. You just work hard until you die. <laughs> uh, uh, because, the, no, because, like I go to that festival every year and I love it. Yeah. And you... You've been a bunch, but you you stopped. I mean, I think we've bumped into each other there once when we didn't really know each other. Yeah. Mm. And so since we've become friends, you haven't been when I've been there. Huh. And I, hey, I just. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> wow, just my presence there and the chance that you might run into me has turned you off a whole festival. But it's, it's also since you became friends. No, Surely it's, you'd want to see it. Literally just that I'm out of touch with, with music yeah. now. In, in such a way that like yeah, but what about the drugs, hey man? man? You don't. If I want it, I'll, I'll think I am at a festival, man. <laughs> I'll take him anywhere, bro. Literally, a weird kind of like getting older. Complaint of like, I just don't know what the cool drugs are anymore. <laughs> like, man, I'm so out of touch. Who's Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the only reason I would go to Meredith is to do drugs. I, I just I don't see the appeal of music. Yeah, you fucking robot anyway. <laughs> of live music. You just listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. that's what a robot would say. Yeah, that is what a what robot, a robot would say. Try pretending to yeah. be human. That's what the algorithm in Spotify the- would say. If <laughs> yeah. Just listen to me. My name is Deep Blue. <laughs> uh, also, in the vein of uh, dotery kind of game strategy, StarCraft Remastered is coming out this week, mm-hmm. and we're probably not going to play it. The remastered one, but no. I'm happy to bump that up to saying that we are definitely not going to play it. <laughs> okay, officially, but 
StarCraft is a good game. And I just thought it warranted a mention. That mm, that's yeah, coming out sure. This week. Yep. Again, I'm sure there's some people listening out there whose whose little dickies are <laughs> or vaginas, just, or vagi- whose dicks are hard, or vaginas are just dripping wet right now. Yep. Over the that's prospect. made it so much more <laughs> inclusive. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> now I feel way better about that sentence. <laughs> uh, you're welcome, Ally Adam. As I was saying, uh, yeah. You know, again, one of those things. Hey, yeah. I wish I, I wish we could contribute to the conversation about it in some way. Yep. But it looks good. I you'd like they they've said they're keeping it exactly the same as the old, in in the vein of Crash. Great. It's exactly the same as the movie. The uh, the movie Crash. <laughs> they've changed the game a lot. <laughs> um, Still not deserving of the best picture Oscar though. <laughs> they've redone all the voice work and stuff, and I remember the single player of that being pretty good. Yeah, I, I loved it when I played. Yeah, it. yeah. I really liked the one in StarCraft Two as well. Yeah. Um, it's. It, if you've never played it, I reckon yeah. give it a chance. As yep. you will know from our 10 bloody games to play before you die. Oh, yeah. episode on Bandcamp available now. Yeah. It didn't get in. It did get in. I think, I think we it brought it up. I can't remember. We definitely it was in did, there at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe it didn't make the cut. No, but it's in the conversation and you'll mm. have to find out by listening. Ah, <laughs> uh, very great. Cha-ching! <laughs> yes, yeah, a reminder that we have premium episodes where we focus on a series of games that go yeah. for a bit longer than this. You can find them on what is the URL? Filthycasuals.bandcamp.com. No, yeah. I think it's filthycasualspodcast.bandcamp.com. Well, you can find out on filthycasuals.com.au. <laughs> yeah. People, the one thing I can By remember. the way, people still convinced this is a bit that we do, us not being able to remember <laughs> yeah. any of our... As if <laughs> it's just unimaginable that we'd be so unprofessional. I think that's what it is. There's yeah. no way three people can be this dumb. <laughs> we can't remember like four things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it is filthycasualspod.bandcamp.com. Great. Uh, so we've done the GTA series, the yep. Zelda series, the Mario games up until I think they go 3D, and 10 games to play before you die. And the oh, history and the, of consoles. The history of console launches. Yeah. Fuck, we've done a bunch. Yeah. The console launches one goes for like three hours or something. Yeah, that's a great one. It's and like four. we yeah. are doing another one very soon. So yes. keep an eye on that. Um, Let's just say we'll be covering some uncharted territory. Mm, that's right. <laughs> Look the plebiscite. Yeah. We're going in deep. <laughs> We're going to spend four hours chatting about it. Yep. Cool. Um, so also, we should point out, by the way, by the time this comes out, uh, Sonic Mania will mm. be out. Yeah. Uh, but we're recording this a couple of days early. So uh, I think actually like right before it comes out. Uh, so we haven't had a chance to play it yet. However, I thought this was funny. The game, in inverted commas, broke street date, mm. which is a phrase you hear a lot when a, you know, Something will be meant to be out on the 15th and, you know, JB Hi-Fi get it on the 13th and they go, you know what, fuck this. Yep. Let's yep. just put it out there now and see what happens. Yep. I remember getting very excited when, like, there'd be something I'd be really looking forward to and someone would message in a group and go, fuck the JB on Chapel Street. They're just selling it. Yeah. They're just selling it like absolute madmen. <laughs> very exciting. It doesn't really seem to happen much it anymore. It was cool. It yeah. felt like being in the future. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I'm sure I've mentioned this. The only game I've bought. That's Broken Street Date was Red Dead Redemption. Right. And I was like, I was on, you know, forums in every day leading up, just like, yeah. fucking come on, where's it going to be? And then, yeah, I just did it. I, I fucking. Th- these were just like, these were like LG repair forums and stuff. <laughs> you just jumping in, going, yeah. where is it? It was Australian Rules Football Forum. On, on whirlpool.net? <laughs> Literally, yes. Really? Whirlpool. Yep. Right. Whirlpool what is that forum? Because anytime I look it's up tech. at like a tech. 
like mm. a, a tech query with just yeah. like a random thing in my house. If I Google it, yeah, there always seems to be a discussion about it on Whirlpool, and I can't work out. And it's what always, the fuck is this forum where people are just going? Yeah. Oh, anyway, here's the official washing machine thread. Yes, yeah, it's totally. Telstra's one. If is you, it really? If you were right? with Telstra's internet, oh, because like big points. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why half the answers are wrong. And from 2011, <laughs> <laughs> is because most of the people in there are just people who their that's computer has automatically pointed them there. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we shut down our Facebook and all and all our correspondence and just have all the discussion of this show take place in a forum on whirlpool.net? It's fucking crazy how it's also, wrong answers there are. It's also like, is this mattress any good? And then yes. a hundred comments. Yes. Or just someone going like, what should I name my dog? And I'm like, fucking you choose. What kind of dog? You choose. Great name. <laughs> you choose. Yeah. Oh, man. It's my dog's name, like, comment and subscribe. That is one of those of things that I've never brought up to anyone else because I've just thought this is so weird and specific. I must have been the only one who's had this experience. Oh, so it no. is very gratifying yeah. to know that yep. that's that, that's a common it's perception. It's fucking about annoying as well because yeah. you look for it, you, you, you have a problem, you Google it, and someone has just asked the same question in May of 2011. Yes. And then someone else has gone, I don't know, mate. How about you Google it? Yeah, yes. totally. How about you improve yeah. your Google yes. food. Yeah, this happened to me, but this is probably not relevant. And also, I just <laughs> want to talk to someone. Fuck that shit when someone says, I've got this exact same problem that you're going to have six years in the future. Yeah. No one else posts and they just write, fixed it, never yes. mind. Yes. Fuck you, how did you fix it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, I'm going in. Whirlpool <laughs> forums. All right. We, th- we should make this a regular segment. <laughs> Fuck, even the layout of it is bad. Oh, it's so old. And, and a thing on the left telling you what the local time is who the <laughs> fuck needs that well man I, I don't want to look at the bottom right of the screen I want to look at the left <laughs> there are seven hundred eight over 780,000 registered members on this thing fuck Life, that's heaps yeah finance companies <laughs> connections entertainment wait life Surely uh, all of them fit into that category. It's the most boring bit I can go into. Uh, is there a segment about this podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Whirlpool itself. Here we go. Um, all right. Anyway, so yeah, it's broken street date. Um, yeah, which Sonic yeah, Mania. It seems like there was a lot no, of where that just stopped <laughs> happening. Like I guess yeah. developers or uh, companies must have started really cracking down on on. Yeah, I think part of what happened as well, uh, this is just a guess, but the fact that retail is not needed by companies anymore. Right. They're probably a little more careful about it because their relationships are probably a bit more tense with the publishers now. Yeah. Now that retail is less of a big factor. Yeah. 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 That's that's the interesting thing. I always just assumed it was a store fucking up, but... I guess they probably would have done it deliberately if they didn't oh, care absolutely. because it'd be like everyone's yeah. going to flock to their one. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but so what happened, It's so this is a digital-only game, <laughs> yeah. so that's funny that it's managed to do this because yeah. you could buy a – Sega were making a collector's edition mm. box set that has like a Sonic statue in it and like a replica cartridge, but there's no actual game in there. It's just a download code. And so Amazon right. shipped out a bunch of the pre-orders – Early, someone downloaded, and that so a bunch of people right. just got their codes in the mail in the box, you know, right. like a week right. before they were meant to get them. So, yeah, Amazon so it's on kind of fucked up torrent sites and shit now. I'm assuming is what's uh, happened. No, I, I think it's just people, you know, people had paid for this collector's edition copy, yeah, that has a code for the game, like a, a, a download I'd, code. Um, yeah, it is be- gonna be on torrent. Like, be- no, 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 it- sorry, it's only leaked on the Switch because. Xbox and PS4 have a thing where even uh, if you've got the code, you can't access it until that day. Yeah, yeah, you can preload it, but you yeah, can't actually which Nintendo get it. doesn't have. So the all piece, these Switch owners have managed to get theirs up and running. Right, but right. The yeah. PC version was delayed a couple of weeks too. Yeah. That's not coming out to the 29th or something. Yeah, yeah right. Um, anyway, so I am 
I am really looking forward to that game. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I have there's a lot of nostalgia heavy lifting going on mm-hmm. for me with Sonic, but I think the fact that it's fan made is really cool. So yeah. with an eye to what, you know, what people want to see from the nostalgia of those games, but also with hopefully a critical eye on the stuff that makes them mm. very flawed and needs tweaking in a 2017 context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely think this is the one I'm interested in. Yeah. Out of yeah. the two major Yeah, have you ones. never played a Sonic game? No, I've never owned one. I've only played them like at friends' houses when I was, yeah, like 10. Right. Um, and... Yeah, really haven't played uh, one as an adult and I've never played one all the way through. I'm the first so three, the original ones, really, I have such a soft spot for them, for the aesthetic mm. and the and the music. Like, it's just real 90s kind of childhood yeah, sort right. of stuff to me. So, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to yeah, going I'm back Yeah, I'm real interested to see if that game holds up at all. Yeah, it yeah. Could, well, it holds up. It's a new game, but like if that yeah. style I think the first couple of levels are kind of like remixed and then I get the impression that the start of it is kind of them remixing old levels and then they've kind of gone off into their own stuff. But yeah. I'm curious to see because those games are pretty like, um, you know, shallow, shall mm-hmm. we say. So I'm keen to see what kind of depth they've put into it, like, yeah. like how much they've kind of – how long they've made it and – you know, whether there's unlockables and, mm. and you know, just kind of how it all works. And yeah. Like they've put in like all the bonus stages and stuff mm. from the original ones and they've kind of made them look the same as they did back then as well. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I guess it makes sense that this is the one I'm interested in if I've never really played it. Totally. I just want to kind of go in and play a good yeah. version of what it would have been 20 years ago. Yeah. Sonic Mania is sweeping the nation, baby. <laughs> yeah. Dylan Berlin, Bay of Pigs Invasion, Lawrence of Arabia, British Sonic Mania. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Except very, very flat. <laughs> well, speaking of that bit that no one wanted to hear, it's time to go into an ad <laughs> for this month. Uh, we are, of course, this episode sponsored by our friends over at Loot Crate. Uh, mm. Now, Ben, we were just all looking at the Loot Crate that you received. <laughs> yes. Uh, last month's one. Yep. The subject of which was booty. <laughs> yeah, so baby. So you tricked us. You said the theme's booty and we, we went in there and, and you were there with your trousers around your ankles <laughs> yeah, exposing your, your bare ass to us. Peeking through a cutout loot crate. Like a, like a baboon at the zoo, just just bright red, just thumping on it with your little hands. Yeah. And Have uh, I ever told you that story? I know we're doing it. Here we go. Have I ever told <laughs> the story about the time I got raped by a baboon? <laughs> my dad was my dad was at a zoo. He told me this story, so I can't tell you if it's true or not. He tells me this. Okay. Yes. Uh, and he was eating an ice cream at the zoo <laughs> because he was a happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. I love this already. You're a day at the zoo, have an ice cream, yep. make a day of it. Yep. And he was eating in front of a baboon and the baboon did um, like a, a gesture with his hand. Yes. Because baboons, they're primates, they're quite smart. Yep. And like a give me some ice cream. Yeah. And, you know, my dad went, nah, mate, you're a baboon. I don't know if you can have any of this dairy. He was trying to be good to the baboon. But and also being a bit smug about it. Yeah. And the baboon looked kind of disappointed and then went, all right. And, and he went and he Wait. got... Baboon went all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did like a like a shrug, maybe. The okay. baboon was so okay with not <laughs> yeah. having any ice cream that he gained the power of speech. Well, no, but he wasn't okay with it. He was it was like an all right, like oh, like a resigned right, shrug. Let's see what happens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and my dad Wait. says he went and got two female baboons and then fucked each of them in front of him. Okay, but what did the baboon do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's now just that, a story about man and animal interacting. Okay. I, I thought I thought the end of it was going to be something like. Do you remember? It, it sounded like a rip. Your dad was ripping off. Do you remember that old Rollo ad where the little kid 
is there and the parade goes past and there's like a little baby elephant and the kid's got a rollo and he offers it to the elephant mm. and then he snatches it away oh. at the last minute and then it cuts to the guy there as an now, adult and the same elephant comes back very and quickly. beats the shit out of it. Yeah, important to remember about elephants, just yeah. before the end of that I was going to say, remember a key trait of elephants is that they do not forget. Mm. Okay, now uh, let's go back in time and insert that where it should have been. <laughs> Up my sweet baboon butt. Anyway, I thought that was going to be like your dad goes, then anyway, 20 years later, I'm back and the baboon was eating an ice cream in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the real primate? (laughs) You really did it. You blew it up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So So that one, a lot of good responses to that one. (laughs) Fuck, is that a, I'd love to know if that's a real story. Yeah, that's great. The baboon, to spite your dad, Mm. rooting rooting two female baboons in like, look at this, you dumb. Um, human yeah, yeah, achieving like, the ultimate dream. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. So the baboon know. is smart enough to know that that <laughs> a man is going to be made very jealous of yeah. the idea of being you know, with two women, sex, but yeah. also not smart enough to know. Well, that's not appealing to me because I don't have any desire to root something of a different species to me. <laughs> yeah. No, Real but good. yeah, but the baboon anyway. <laughs> Are you gonna, were you going to say the baboon would be like assuming that the man will be thinking about two? Human yeah, women. exactly. <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah. Obviously, the baboon is playing it's, the equivalent. It's an equivalent, so, yeah. yeah. So, so this is ba- an analogy. So the baboon <laughs> thinks that your dad is there going, boy, I wish I was that baboon, and also that those two female <laughs> baboons were female women. Yes. Yeah. Right. Man, we've got to get that baboon on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you play your cards right, I've got a feeling he just might show up. Let's... <laughs> Uh, come down what to our treat. next live show. What a treat for the live show. So was this in Melbourne at the Melbourne Zoo? Fuck, man, I don't know. I think it was the Chelsea Zoo in England. Don't get shitty at me for just asking where the zoo was. I think it was in Chelsea in England. All right, we've got to raise zoo. a Kickstarter yeah. for enough money to fly the three of us to the Chelsea Zoo <laughs> and that, then an extra $2 to get a paddle pop. No, yeah, this baboon is long dead. Oh, this is, this okay, is like so we've got to get a Kickstarter for a time machine. Or a re- re- baboon reanimation technology. Okay, yes, all right, I'll give you that. Or baboon reanimation technology. Or you know what, get another baboon. I bet that they're probably oh. all, you know, pretty much we of the same could, We could do a recreation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Or let's just leave it there. Be the envy of your friends and get your 100% exclusive crates at lootcrate.com slash filthy casuals. Uh, so August Loot Crate theme is Kingdom. Are oh. you on a quest for epic gear, housewares you- and collectibles? Well, Loot Crate has it. Has it. Can I just say <laughs> yes. King Dom is what they call me. Move on. <laughs> Absolutely may not say that. <laughs> Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming, unlike what Knox just said, which is the worst surprise <laughs> that I had no idea was coming. Uh, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, the Kingdom one is going to be cool. So the booty one, just, yes. to, just to be serious for <laughs> yeah. a scant minute. Yes. Uh, what did you get in there? You got a bunch of Uncharted stuff. You got a yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Uh, t-shirt that's pretty cool. I it's really like that T-shirt. Towel. Yes, they do good yeah. T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, they do really good yeah. T-shirts. And that specifically, that one is yeah, it's very, it's like a like a tourist T-shirt. Like oh, you're yeah. on a holiday, but you go onto the island of Crash Bandicoot. Do you know what I thought was nice as well? Um, with one of the, this hasn't happened before, but with one of the loot crates, they were like. There was a little note in it that said, hey, there was a problem with the production of the T-shirts this month, mm. so there's no T-shirt in this box, but we're sending you it. And they sent two T-shirts instead. Oh, two wow. T-shirts at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Doing it baboon style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your dad must be really jealous. <laughs> I've been wearing them both at once just to show that I can. You're really sweating. 
Dave, can I have some of that ice cream? I need to no, cool you down. may not. Well, it's don't put the second T-shirt on, son. I swear to God. It's the ice cream or two of a thing. <laughs> One scoop or two? What if I eat a toucan <laughs> ice cream? You can't do it. It's the best of both worlds. Uh, in August Loot Crate, you'll find items from The Legend of Zelda, Adventure Time, and The Lord of the Rings, three great franchises, mm. and one lucky subscriber will also win a mega crate of seriously epic proportions. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that is it. It's over. And mm. so, if you go to lootcrate.com slash filthycasuals and enter the code filthycasuals. Yes, you'll get $3 off any new subscription. Great. So do that. Uh, a great way to show your support of the show. Yeah, it helps Let us Crate out. As know, well. It helps yep. us out. Uh, they're kind enough to. Um, hey, you know what? They're kind enough to inspire a riff about Adam Knox's dad being cucked by a baboon. And what could be more worthy of your hard-earned dollar than that? Oh yes. Uh, we'll so be clipping that up and sending it back to Luke Crate. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we did. <laughs> I'd love it if next month's Loot Crate theme is Baboon and we'll be like, they listen, they knew. Um, okay, so moving on, it is time to talk about what we've been playing this week. Uh, ben, yes. do you care to kick us off? I'd love to, Tommy. I've been Get playing- the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing uh, 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 a really good game. <laughs> I just froze up and was like, "How do you start sentences?" And it just it makes the, it makes the praise seem like not very genuine when it's like you couldn't even remember yeah. what you were talking it, about. It makes it sound like I'm making up this game yeah. that I've played. Best thing I've ever played. Uh, <laughs> a bat man, like well, you're looking around a room at a cricket yeah. bat and a human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing the first episode in Season 2 of the uh, Batman Telltale game. Is it The Enemy Within? Is that what it's called? Yes, but I think the first season was called that as well. So that it's just like the oh. Telltale's version of Batman. Right, right. Okay. It's called Batman The Enemy Within, which is a psychological thing. Oh, I mm. thought it meant a, a small, <laughs> maybe a virus of uh, some kind. Okay, a little man sitting inside of Batman. The threat of communism. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so this, uh, so this... So this is... So you were a big fan of the first season. You yes. talked about it a little while ago. This has just launched, this new season? Yeah, it came out in the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the previous season, I was not a fan at uh, the start. Yep. So the first ga- first episode, um, I was like, oh, man, the writing's shit and it's all really obvious Batman-y stuff and it's like there's nothing interesting going on. The combat's bad and the controls suck. And then it turned into this fantastic story, really, really interesting. It just changed everything about what I knew about Batman as a character. And what you knew about yourself? Yeah, yeah. Two baboons at once. (laughs) Um, And it developed into a really good game. And we had Mark Bonanno on. um, Mm -hmm. The first time he was on, he talked about it um, with me and he loved it as well. And so season two has come out Mm -hmm. and it's kind of reset in the sense that the controls have been tweaked a little bit and they're not as good as they were. Right. The story is a little bit weak and I didn't enjoy it as much as, certainly as much as the last episode of the last right. season. But the first season took you a while to warm to. Yes. Yeah. So do, you, do you get the sense that the story seems weak because it's the, the spidey first part? sense? Yeah. Fuck, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like if you watch the first 20 minutes of The Godfather, that's a shit movie. Well, you know what I mean. Yes, like you can't. Yeah, no, not uh, that Batman's going to be the Godfather, but and also the first twenty minutes of the Godfather were still pretty good. But it's it's not a satisfying film. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna die on this hill. Okay, well the controls are say, terrible. This is a weird coincidence. The first twenty minutes of the Godfather 
is all I've seen of The Godfather. Oh, really? I'm oh. being completely serious. And, yeah. and I got to say, not very good. <laughs> oh, there you go. Not a very good 20 minutes, bro. Because okay. that first 20 minutes gets made good, but with the context you get from the rest oh, wait, of the Oh, wait, because the first 20 minutes is at the wedding, right? It's, yeah. it's, oh, all it's the a wedding. lot of mucking around. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. that long shot of the guy asking for a favor. Yeah. 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 It's just like a lot of people dancing. You don't yeah. even get up to the I horses. I just feel like I was walking down Ligon Street. Like just a bunch <laughs> of Italians talking to each other. Nothing's going on. Yeah. You no know, development. You know how in the first 20 minutes of The Godfather, <laughs> people keep asking each other if they want to eat in this restaurant? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, come on in. I hated how they do that on that street. And yeah. at the end of twenty dollars, uh, at the end of twenty, at the end of twenty minutes, you go and you pay six dollars on a Monday to go and see Baby Driver at the Cinema Nova. Oh, very yep. nice. That's real. Sp- <laughs> We're going to name every cinema in the city. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I went to the Sun Theater last night in Yarraville. Now this oh, is serious. That's a fucking great cinema. Now it is. However, oh. I, I've heard that for a long – so for people, it's a it's very old cinema in Melbourne. Yep. People always talk about it like, oh, it's this great yeah. It's like cinema. a boutique cinema. It's yeah. called yeah. The Sun Theatre because it's old enough that it was originally just shadows being played on the wall <laughs> powered by the sun. Okay. it's So it's a bit, it's a bit out of the city. It's from ancient um, Greek times. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I happened to be over that way. I went and saw a movie there. Uh, very excited to go there. Care to name the movie? Uh, the Big Sick. Uh-huh. Very good film. Yes. Um, I walked the entrance bit. Now, the entrance and everything else about it, it's a bit shit. Like, there's nowhere to sit. Oh, okay. The, the foyer area is just really kind of bland. Mm. And I'm sitting there going, why does this cinema get such a good rap? <laughs> this okay. is kind of shitty. All but right. then you go in there and the actual cinemas, c- cinemas themselves have amazing seats. Yeah. Very nice plush leather yep. seats. Yep. And they're all done. The cinemas are done up the really well. The architecture is quite nice. The architecture nice. Yeah. is great. Yeah. But I'm, I feel like I got kind of hoodwinked. Like at the start I was like going, why does everyone talk about this goddamn cinema? <laughs> it seems really shit. Yeah. we got there really early and they just basically go, you can't come in yet. Go stand outside. Mm. Like, there's nowhere for you to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the equivalent of judging a movie by the first twenty minutes or judging yeah. a game by the first episode. Yeah, you can't really take your first impression of something, say, <laughs> like the cover of a book, and judge the entire contents of the book oh, based that's on a that. Great, like analogy you've yeah. drawn there. I wish there was a quicker way of saying it, but uh, anyway. So, uh, Batman, like, I very, I very much uh, am holding out. Uh, not holding out hope. Like I'm just giving it time. Like I assume that's gonna, it's going to improve. So we're just moving on from talking about the Sun Theater. Is that was it? I had some thoughts about the car park to share. But no, no, no. Let's move on. When we get to let's the last on. episode of Batman season two, we can talk about the car park. What happened after the movie? Do you um, need to have played the first season of the Batman? No, not at all. Game? Okay. okay, not at all. It, and in in the way that it literally gives you all the choices that you would have made in the first uh, season. Really? That's also, kind of a bummer. Also, in the sense that it's kind of disconnected. It's kind of separate. Well, because you can bring your save over yeah. from the first series with these games. Yes. And it remembers oh, all the choices. Oh, okay, right, 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 yeah, right. But right, so if right. you hadn't played it, you just go like, I would have done that, I would have done But it is this. kind yeah. of a bummer to not give a, a bit of a bone to the... Because you'd ha- you'd, you would want to assume that the people... That a lot of people coming along are coming along because they liked the first season. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, but they, they, you wouldn't you wouldn't have that. Um, so yeah, what happens is if you and I just didn't have my um, account connected, right. so it was like, hey, so um, this is the first season. Here's nine choices. Make one, one, like choose one or the other. Okay, right. But if if I had connected my save up, yeah, it would have just all come of those over. Are already done. Okay, right, 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 right. It it does doing that does reveal how few choices you actually get to make totally. in the Telltale games. That's the thing with all of these Telltale I've only ever played The Walking Dead once, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And it's a thing that's a common complaint for people with these is that um, 
the choices that you make are sort of a little superfluous and the story's going to happen pretty much the same way either way. Yes. However, the way that they do make those choices seem to be oh, yeah. effective yeah. or are important is really effective. Absolutely. And, it, and, and if you suspend your disbelief a little bit and go along with it, it, it does work really well. Totally. I played the entire first season of the Game of Thrones Telltale game and I was really hooked. I was really enthralled by the story. I was like, every choice matters. And, and I played the whole thing through to the end and felt that way. And it wasn't until I did some, some reading afterwards, I was like, oh, okay, maybe they actually didn't yeah. mean as much. But in the moment, for five episodes of a game, I was absolutely invested. Totally. You just, you, like, there's no point digging too deep into yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because the net effect, the, like the feeling of it, if you, if you do just let it happen to you, is good. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, so with this first episode, um, it's... It's all pretty good. Like the Riddler is the villain. He's pretty interesting. Like uh, maybe he's a crafty they... man. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe they could have made the challenges and stuff more complex. It didn't really feel like I was solving, you know, the puzzles. Okay, it kind of felt like they just played out. And the reason that I would not succeed is because I couldn't press a button quickly enough. Right. That sort of stuff is always pretty tedious. Yeah. Who's the villain in the first one? The penguin? Uh, there's a bu- whole bunch. whole bunch of villains. Right. Um, but the penguin's in it. The Joker's in it. Um, there's some other stuff as well. Right. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, this one it appears to be the Riddler, but then, you know, there's like, oh, some, maybe someone else is involved. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's fine. Like, I just really do feel like, hey, I know that I love the first season. I'm sure this is going to build to a better game. I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't shit enough that I'm not on board. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And are they are they weekly now or? N- no, no, no. I'm not sure of the exact release schedule. Some of the Telltale I'm games, it's like months in between. Oh, really? I'm pretty okay. sure, yeah, they never really put their release schedule yeah. up ahead of time because they don't seem to really know. Yeah, they tend to literally like they will rewrite the next episode based on the reaction to the right. previous one. So, well, yeah, yeah, and they don't want to cop a fucking Sean Murray where they're getting anthrax in the mail because yeah. they delay it by a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, but I really like this model of like, it's like a bunch of TV show episodes. It's yeah, different yeah. writers. I think that's cool. It's different directors. Like, um, it's an overarching style, but yeah. I, I've yeah. been thinking a lot about what we were talking about with the Hitman game mm. where it was coming out episodically. And I, I wish that – I think that would be such a cool way of doing games where, like, I, I just – maybe I haven't invested enough time in them, but these – the, the, the Telltale ones I've never super been able to get into. Yeah. But I love the idea of, like, actual, like, game games, like open worldy kind of stuff where they just kind of – they just staggered the levels out, you know, rather yeah. than something like a the new 3D Mario where you get it all at once. I think that would be really cool if you just got it world by world. Like I think yeah. that kind of model in something like that would be really exciting. I don't yeah. know. Like it just would be such a different experience to have it to have it timed in that way and also everyone who's playing it be kind of you know, held up and when the level really, we're all kind of going into it at the same yeah. time, I it, think would be really exciting. It's like, I think we talked about it before. It's like watching along with a TV show as yeah. it is. Yeah. It's that experience. just weird. Like the specifics of how it do, it's done are really important because like the Splatoon stuff I'm finding pretty annoying mm. of only play this mode at this time. Right. So you've got to be like, the it. it's really down to the particulars of how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Or like if you fuck it as big as Valve did with the Half-Life stuff, you know, yeah. like if you can't actually deliver on all of it, it, then don't start. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the thing with Telltale is they have a good track record. Yeah, um, it's almost like yeah. to do it ideally, you almost need to have the game done, like all made, mm. and then it literally would just be something like a yeah, like a big three D platformer where a new world 
mm-hmm. opens up every two weeks. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's heaps to do in this one. Just thrash it out and then – yeah, in two weeks' time. Maybe. I think, yeah. that there would be, I think that there would be a really interesting way of – and somehow building that into the actual mechanic of the ge- – like it, yeah. that's somehow working in the game's world. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that would be – could. There's no reason it, it – it, yeah, it would innately be shit. But, you'd, it, like, <laughs> if you just took Mario 3D World and then it just had taken six months for that to come out, I sure. think yeah. that would be worse. Oh, yeah. sure. But I'm saying, yeah, you would – you would. That, I just think it would be an interesting challenge for yeah. a developer to undertake yeah. to yeah. kind of release a game in a different way. Well, and having it res- I would be really into that, like playing it – thrashing it out for the week and then going, oh, I'm kind of done with this. All right, I guess I'm a bit bored of this bit now. Like I think it would be then you'd drop off from it for a week and then come back. You know what I mean? Like that kind of staggering of it. Like I think that would be a really interesting way of riding a wave of keep – keeping people interested over a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure certain people would hate that they can't just get it day one and go boom all the way through. Yeah. Which I guess the problem with that is eventually once it's all out, well, then after it's been out for a year, people just can do that. So you kind of lose that mm. effect a little bit. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. I'll say um, there's a couple of changes with the <coughs> mechanics of, of this particular Telltale game. They've introduced something like, you know, the um, the classic thing of Telltale is this character will remember that. Yeah. So you mm. do something that, that obviously affects how they will treat you in the future. Like a bunch of Rollo elephants. Exactly. Or a fucking a baboon or whatever the <laughs> thing that was going on there. Um, they've added. Um, your relationship with X has changed. Ah, right. Which I guess in effect is the same <laughs> as yeah. as X character will remember that. But um, it's something that people have brought up and I was like, well, it has the same effect on me in that it's like, well, I guess I have to be more aware of what I've said to that character. Yeah, that um, just seems like a phrasing thing. Yeah, but like they've... A, yeah. So with the Batman games, obviously a thing, a big thing was like, well, this is an action franchise. Like this is an action story the the you know the the story progresses through action but it's tough to do engaging action in telltale because it's just like press left press yeah. press right press up and triangle so what they've done in this one is actually different it's there is still a lot of press left to, to dodge mm. um, but they've introduced the choice system to the combat so it's not just choosing to say fuck you or I agree with you it's in the yeah, combat no, Batman's always going <laughs> fuck you <laughs> in combat as well <laughs> <laughs> fuck you uh. <laughs> but now it's like instead of like you can choose to a pick up a chair and hit him with it or right. or um, you know kick him out a window that sounds sort of like heavy rain yeah, bit. it's it's closer to heavy rain. Yeah. Yes, but it, and so that's within these pre-planned combat set pieces. That's cool. So it's it is better than just going left dodge, left like right dodge, up triangle punch. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is simple as well. You're not coming to that game looking for combat mechanics. Yeah, it, it at least adds that illusion of choice into the combat as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Um, and yeah, like I guess yeah, I'm not I don't want to be too negative about it. It's just like uh, it it's not as mind blowing as it was at the end of the previous season. So yeah, I think that's what. The, the little bit I tried to play of Wolf Among Us is the yeah the the combat and the just pushing a button kind of frustrated me. Like I wish yeah. that they could either jump into you doing actual combat, yeah, even if it was extremely simplistic and like old school double dragon style, just mash buttons, yeah. Or just not write fight scenes into it. Or like it every kind of, fight scene is a cutscene, and you just yeah, yeah, it just kind of annoyed yeah. me. Where it's like if I'm gonna 
be able to play a little bit of the, I just kind of, I just was like oh, I wish I could just because your character is like wailing on this guy it's yeah. like I wish I could have the satisfaction of actually feeling like I'm doing this and then yeah well d- drop out of it again yeah. so jumping onto that if if you're happy to move on yeah totally I, I yeah I'd give it three point five melons out of five wait, 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 wait. <laughs> on the con yes so the um I've played and Tommy's played this too. I've been playing Hellblade. Yeah. Senua's uh, Sacrifice so, or something? Uh, Senua's Sacrifice. sacrifice right. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> title. It, it, it's not a good one. Absolutely yeah. maybe one of the worst titles of the year. Yeah. yeah. In that – so this game came out, what, like a couple of weeks ago or something? Uh, this yeah. week, I think. Very yeah. recently. Yeah. Had heard nothing about it. Um, just all of a sudden a bunch of stuff started popping up about it. A couple of people uh, mate messaged me about it. Yeah. Um, and I just – Ignored everything about it. it. The most generic, just boring sounding title, like the most nothing sounding title that, yeah, just seemed so easy to kind of ignore. So it's developed by a studio called Ninja Theory. Yeah. And they describe it as an independent AAA uh, title. So Ninja Theory made that Devil May Cry reboot mm-hmm. and um, Heavenly Sword, I think. Yep. For the PS3. Um and so, yeah, I, like so. This is di- it's a digital digital only game, um, right? That they they're they yeah it's their like whole thirty kind bucks. Of, yeah, their whole kind of thing is like let's make a let's make basically an independent game that is priced accordingly, but is still made by a major studio with kind of the feeling of a major studio game that's just sure. a little bit shorter. That's that's what they've said in theory. Yeah, yeah, in Ninja Theory. Yeah. Um, but fuck, so man. So, like, just what you were saying about the let me do the combat. Yeah. Even if it's simplistic, it's still more satisfying. Maybe it fucking isn't. Well, great point. <laughs> so, okay, let, well, let's let's set up what the game is. So, yeah. you play as a, a Senua who is a Viking who she's on a she's is, is it that is she's she specifically to- a Viking? That sort of area. It's from that that, that time and that, that area. Era, yeah, that kind yeah. of vibe. But it's is it? She's trying to bring. Is it like her husband or something, or boyfriend, or? Well, so she. All you know at the start is that she has like a head in a bag, mm-hmm. and she's trying to get. Uh, like, she. So okay, the game opens with like uh, you're canoeing down a river, mm-hmm. and some credits start showing up. The before the game even starts, it says this game. Uh, something like this game uh, depicts psychosis. Psychosis. Yeah. So, so you're on this quest to kind of go into like hell or whatever it yeah. is, whilst being plagued by visions and voices that are brought on by your character's psychosis, and and, and eventually this tra- caused by trauma. Caused by trauma, and like you go through bits where you'll be it, when you die. It's like there's bits that are never quite clear if it's psychosis or if it's really happening. But there's this whole thing of this plague that's in your head, kind of spreading, and you get threatened very early on in the game of like if the plague spreads across your whole body you'll it's like a permadeath thing yeah. essentially you have, you have limited lives yes is what right. it's doing yeah right. and apparently that isn't the case it yeah. just says that right okay to freak you out <laughs> and so like i was the, when you're canoeing up the very first credit that shows up is is psychological director or something like that or yes. consultant or something like that so this is clearly like the angle yeah, yeah. It so is, th- it's this meant and to this be is why it's been getting really great reviews. It's been getting a lot of good write-ups for mm-hmm. the fact that, uh, yeah, it's it's dealing with 
dealing with an issue like this in a game like dealing with an issue like this in a game full stop, let alone yeah. a game like this. Um, a lot of people seem <clears throat> very. Uh, wrapped with that and think that's really interesting and really great. Yeah. Uh, Nox, you and I have been playing it uh, over the weekend. I've you finished, finished it. it. Yeah. I, I think I'm like maybe a quarter of the way through. I do not like it at all. <laughs> I had to fucking force myself to finish right. it because right. I knew that you wouldn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I was very relieved to see that you had – because this <laughs> is the thing. So – I go into this, you know, having heard all this great stuff and yep. going, uh, it's always it's always kind of exciting when you go into something where you go, this is going to knock my socks off. When yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that really... Kind of come out of nowhere. It's yeah. Like, great, awesome, new you know, game. I'm a, yeah. I'm about to find my new favourite game. Yeah. And, I, you know, I kind of the start of it, I was a bit like, like okay, just kind of waiting for it to kind of yeah, kick kinda on. Pick up, and yeah. then it, it sort of never did. And, and it fucking doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I sort of started going... Uh, okay, well, I, there mu- I mean, something must be it because all these people have said it's amazing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm missing. I must not have gotten to the bit yet. And then in a in a, in a video games group that we're all in, a uh, friend of the show, Dave Callan, started teeing off on it. Mm. And then you chimed in as well, Adam, and I was like, oh, okay, thank God because these two guys have articulated what I'm feeling about it but haven't been able to kind of put into words. And it was a, it was a great relief to, to see that yeah. I, because I was, yeah. I was just going, but... I, this seems like it's objectively a good game so I wanna, and I don't get what no, I'm not getting I, out I, of it. I, I, I like, so I dislike to hate, dislike from dislike to hate, not yes. that I hate to hate, dislike, anyway. Yeah. From the ranking of dislike to the ranking of hate. The name of the your emo band from high school, from <laughs> yeah, dislike yeah. to hate. <laughs> Every single aspect of this game. Yeah, right. Every single element of it. So, so a lot of it, the way that psychosis is depicted is... Uh, a lot of voices that kind of talk so to you. I want to read this quote real quickly. This yeah, is yeah. Uh, Michael Bryars from PlayStationLifestyleJust.net. This is just from the Wikipedia page of it, but this is just... Uh, he said, by working closely with neuroscientists and those unfortunate few have been diagnosed as psychotic, Hellblade carefully avoids those cheap half ass tropes that render a character insane and therefore woefully one-dimensional. Not only does it act as a disservice to those who suffer with mental illness, this practice of painting in broad strokes only minimizes the room for nuance, but Sanu's sacrifice boldly cuts through the white noise. I think completely the opposite of yeah, that. The criticisms that he brought up are accurate for Hellblade, like... The, the minimizing of the seriousness. Yeah. The, yeah, I don't think yeah. she has anything going on. Every yeah. single character in this is completely bland. Yeah, all yeah, of right. the depictions of psychosis, though, kind of possibly uh, relatively accurate, particularly mm-hmm. the voices. I remember yeah. I've done yeah. a thing where it's meant to be emulating schizophrenia specifically, right. yeah. where you hear all these voices and they're all very negative, and that's what she goes through. Right, and you hear them in different spots, and they're whispering close in your ear if you're wearing headphones and all yep. that stuff. Yeah, but the writing for it. And the way that it plays out in a cinematic sense and every story beat is so poorly done right. that it does cheapen all that shit. Yeah, right. It, I it, agree. It really doesn't it like it's it's treating itself so seriously and like it's doing such a good job. So if you're gonna come at it with that, you have to be judged at it for having said that about yourself. You know what I mean? Right. I yep. mean, and it look, doesn't do a good job of that in my opinion. Right. It's hard to comment on because I, I haven't suffered from this, nor no, nor am I, I nor am I close to anyone who has but it seems like it to me. It's just such an obvious and on the nose portrayal of it, and mm. there is no nuance to it. And I, I hate all the act. I don't like the acting. No, in it. right. And it's got this fuck thing where every character, other than Sanua and like the bland enemies that you fight, 
uh, FMV, their video of real people yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it looks so tacky. It yeah. look, and there's something innately silly about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of the uh, it, it connotation that it has specific, specifically in video games of like... The red alert. Immediately think of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it looks, it looks yeah. like an old 90s thing where it's yeah. like, hey, there's totally. a video in this. Yeah. 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 It, one thing I will say is that the actual environments and stuff, they look great. The Unreal the, Engine is good yeah. that yeah. it uses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every piece of art they've made for this game doesn't look that good though. The character designs right. aren't very good. Yeah, she yeah, looks a the, bit... The general style, because I watched the trailer the other day in anticipation of playing it, and it was like, well, this looks like a bland version of God of War or something. Totally. So a big and thing like, for me is I, I'm i not into this kind of stuff at all. I, like, like, like this kind of imagery and this kind of mythology yeah. stuff yeah. does not resonate with me and, and this kind of fantasy yeah. like olden sort of stuff yeah. just I just have nothing for it so yeah. it so, does, Im- it, so immediately I'm at a I'm at a disservice here yeah. it does maybe with if you me. like all this kind of lore and stuff then you probably it does with me My, the only thing I liked about the game is uh, occasionally you will find these like hidden runes that give you little bits and pieces of like ancient sort of nordic mythology oh right so yeah. the thing I liked about the game was Wikipedia shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like Nordic, Nordic is like Odin and Thor yes, and exactly. Loki yeah. and yeah. all those Ragnarok. So yeah, which I I am also interested it's, in. It, I liked hearing about that stuff. I fucking hated that system though of having all these yeah. hidden runes. Right, and just always so, looking over your shoulder for trying to find this dumb hidden thing that doesn't really help. And it just yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, so here's the thing. Once you strip away the thing of the psychosis and that being kind of the angle of it and what people yep. are, are really into about it. Yep. It's just a really bland game. There's yeah. all these elements where you have to open doors by, there'll be a shape on it, and then you have to look around to the environment to see where those shapes are recreated. So it's like these two trees that are falling against each other and yeah, that, you okay. know you have to match them up yep. and you use your kind of focus like vision to unlock it. And then... But you just do that multiple times and it's just not that interesting. It's incredibly boring. And then you <laughs> That's the biggest word for this game is boring. Right. Yeah, and then you get into these combat sections and the combat took me a while to work out. But even then, you know, the worst thing you can have in a game is where you just feel like you're mashing buttons and it's not always connecting in the way that you want it to. Like mm-hmm. it just yeah. there's you don't get any you don't get any kind of gauge of of how much damage you're taking or how much damage your enemies it just right not really you just feel like you're really stabbing in the dark and you also start to feel like can i actually die because there are a couple of parts where you die and you go oh i fucked it and then it it turns out you were just meant to die in that bit Uh, and that was which which kind of is like well this is why am i how am i ever meant to know what the stakes are and yeah i didn't have that same criticism with the combat i found it too easy i had the opposite thing. what 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 kind of combat is it's Sort of like uh, a very, very slow-paced version of Devil May Cry or something like that. Okay, so like a kind of hack and slash but beat em up. literally your dodge is... It, you immediately dodge anything really easily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, actually, I've, the, I've seen it compared to Dark Souls in a very ah, simplistic kind of way. Very, very sort of, but only right. in the sense that you're swinging a sword. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Swinging really, a sword and dodging and blocking. It's so fucking simple and bare bones and boring as fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. It is just... And that the whole game is so slow. And, but the the movement is, of your character is so fucking slow. Yeah, right. The movement of the story is so yeah. slow. Yeah. Every single cutscene is so poorly paced and yeah. acted and written. Yeah. Someone like described every, it to me as being... 
Treating it more like a walking simulator in the vein of like Firewatch or whatever. I would have loved God, that. But it just happens that. to have these bits of combat in it. Right. And maybe for me it's like, yeah, but I was into the character in Firewatch and I was yeah. into the story and what was going on. And the visuals. This and I just don't that. give yeah. a fuck of anything about it. So that's not enough to get me through. Yeah. And just how slowly it's paced as well. It's a hobbling simulator, you know? It's not <laughs> yeah. a walking. You, it is just laborious every single moment of it. Right. And then, yeah, it, it the, all the, the, the way that the story is done, I think, is really ham-fistedly and a little manipulative. Yeah. Mm. To have you to, to come out and say, no, we talk to people who have these mental that's illnesses. That's it. I mean, the fact yeah. that that's in the opening credits, like, that really rubs me the wrong way because, yeah. it, like, I, I've talked about this heaps recently, you know, in regards to Binding of Isaac and in regards to No Man's Sky. The, the thing of, like, how the game is made, like, that, the fact that they talked to mental health professionals you shouldn't be leading with – I shouldn't need to know that to get enjoyment out of the mm, game. Yeah, it yeah. should just be a compelling part of the game and then if I like it enough, I go and look it up and it's like, oh, that's an interesting foot. Oh, they actually talk to people. Yeah, that's cool. I that's swear. Why, but they, it's yeah. literally the first credit you see, they yeah. just want so much credit for having and, done yeah. this extra work. I am positive that if they hadn't have said that stuff right up front, people would have criticised this game for its depiction of mental illness. I was illness. going to say, yeah. like, that's the thing. Anyone who has any experience with mental illness of any kind is like – like, there's no single version of it. You can't pick, like, well, here's how it is, yeah. so let's do a game about it. Any, totally. Anyone who suffers any kind of whatever they're depicting, psychosis, schizophrenia, is going to be like, they have totally got this wrong. That's well, so what's going to happen. Well, and okay. it's, it's an emulation of it. It can never yeah. be an actual depiction of it, but then what yeah. you're doing an artistic emulation of it, and I think they've just done an ineffective one well, so of those. Here's yeah, right. what I wanted to talk about, because I, I think... The issue of addressing mental health issues in games, and also I'm very aware that yeah, I don't, I don't suffer from any extreme condition like that. I'm not, you know, like I, I haven't, I don't have experience with dealing with this in real life. And so, it's, it's, so maybe you know, my opinion is invalid. And However, I want to quickly point out as well, mm-hmm. if someone does and you disagree with this, and I'm willing to listen to that, because totally, yes, like, yeah, absolutely. Just, just from mark. a personal level, yeah. in terms of addressing these kinds of things in games, I. You know, I I'm I'm always open to learning more. I want to like I I'm interested in 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 any kind of stuff like this. So I I want to I'll read a book about it. I'll read an article about it. I want to see a documentary about it. I want to yeah. see it depicted in TV, and I want to yeah. see it realistically portrayed in movies. I just don't think I ever want to play it in a game because I don't think it's the kind of nuanced approach yeah. that really talking about something like that and really shining a light on it really that th- th- those kinds of issues deserve yeah. because for me it's like all it's ever going to be is a gimmick to make people go hey it's a game where you experience what depression is like yeah you know those people make those little flash games and it's like yeah okay well cool i got to the end and i learned a bit more about depression it wasn't a game it wasn't a fun game yeah you know what i mean yeah and not that you've ob- an obligation to make a fun game i'm i'm happy to have an interactive experience or whatever yeah sure. i'm not fussed by by but I, I just i just feel like this yeah. thing of trying to feel like you like not trying to feel like, but for me, I mean, I, I guess I'm putting it out to the listeners because I'm happy to be proven wrong where an issue like that being at the forefront of a game or being a big part of the character kind of affects the gameplay in a way that actually makes makes it part of the game and not just yeah. something like this where it's like this could just be set in hell as a justification for seeing all this crazy stuff yeah. and it wouldn't change it one iota. I mean, yep. I would think maybe a more interesting way of doing something like this would be because with this game you you hear all these voices from the very beginning of it 
maybe an interesting way of doing something like this would be you know, you do like a first level or something and there's nothing and then when you're right in the end, something of the, of the level, something kind of kicks in abruptly and yeah. maybe the way that you control slightly changes. Like, but, but this, because you start off from that level, there's no stakes with the psychosis kicking in because mm. it's there from the very beginning yeah. and it's so extreme from the very beginning. It never, really, it never really builds up and it never really resonates and it never makes you go oh, fuck, this is happening because yeah. it's just there and present the whole way through, yeah. which I guess is the point, but the, the the point that they're trying to make about it is just lost on me because yeah. there's no yeah. stakes. I think yeah. as someone who suffers from what seems like an expanding list of mental illnesses, <laughs> <laughs> an ever-expanding list, I, I just want it to be dealt with in a non-superficial way. Yes. If it's a unique uh, individual's perspective, so it's yeah. like an auteur game, mm. or it's one that, yeah, does the research, but does the writing as well. Totally. Like it, like yeah. it has to you, be portrayed That's basically what I've been trying yeah. to say, but you've summed it up way more eloquently. <laughs> yeah, just not superficial. I yeah. think what might yeah. have been more... In, like, I think the big failing with this game is that the protagonist is... So underwritten yeah. that you'd never empathise with her. Yeah, right. She's, she's defined by the fact that she has psychosis. Completely that's all right. that you ever and get out of her. I think that's which a is problem. an well, insulting thing yeah. to throughout do. Throughout the yeah. game, you uncover what the causes of her traumas are and stuff like that, and they try to do something about expanding her more as you go towards finishing. But it. maybe it would right. be but it never connect. But maybe this yeah. is my point. Maybe it would be more effective if you did if there was a section of the game that you played at the start that's like a prologue where you is prologue beginning yes prologue, <laughs> yeah, prologue. Yeah. where you you play as her prologue before. is when your ass falls out of it <laughs> <laughs> you play as her before all that stuff's happened so you get some context of what it's like well you know what well, like well, you, uh, th- don't, you think don't of, think of a game like the last of us like that is a character losing their child yeah and then dealing with the world ending yeah and so it's not like a, 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 a literal depiction of mental illness it's a depiction of grief and yeah a, and it's and a processing grief primarily. and it's a character I mean, that's what would have been more effective play, with this but you yeah. play through that you play yes. through that beginning bit yes. so you're connected to it from the start whereas this the other thing about this is it makes you discover that she has that so you you know you have this kind of rolling bit at the start, but also like, which yeah. I think undermines the point as well. And it's 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 what they've done, in my opinion, is a cheap and quick way of getting to this. Yeah, where the effective way to do it is to make you empathise with a character who's going through these things, and uh, effectively get you to. Um, you know, relate to that character more so than just like this is a very fucking uh, shortcutty way of doing that. Yeah. Where rather than making you understand her mental state in a in a in a personal and in a ex- like in an actually in emotional way, yeah, yeah, yeah way yeah. they've done it by going like, oh man, she's seeing some shit that you probably don't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh? yeah. Like imagine if you, were, I just think it's so one dimensional and so yeah. When you do have the opportunity the ex- to explore their inner life, mm. it's just going like, here's the symptoms. Yeah. So isn't that weird? And it slowly kind of tries to show you what caused that trauma. But every character is so poorly portrayed and written that it you don't connect with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I feel bad saying that. Like and and this. Well, I mean, but also <laughs> but when like you say you, you don't connect, you mean I mean you don't connect with it because mm. it is worth pointing out as far I'm as about myself. as far as yeah. all the online reviews go, we are in the minority. Yes, so, but I th- yeah. I think this is suffering from the same games 
critiquing problem that a game like Spec Ops The Line did. I was going to bring that up. Where yeah. it is, the bar is so low yeah. for video games yeah. that people overdo it when they think something is tried to that's do That's another one that dealt with yeah. mental it health It was meant to be PTSD. Right. And yeah. that's what I was fucking ham I was thinking about that Spec Ops The Line and like, well, what's what's my criticism of that? It's superficial. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's an uh, a blockbuster action movie version of PTSD. Totally. It's apocalypse fucking now, man. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just this Yeah. This game is called Hellblade. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's got this shitty fucking combat system. It's got these terrible fucking puzzles. Every element of its construction as a video game is poor. Yeah. And then every element of its construction of this layer that it's tried to fucking self-impose onto itself and yeah. brag about. And brag about. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of gross that yeah. it's come at it with this position yeah. of this being a marketing fucking technique. That yeah. really fr- – when I saw – because I kind of – I read that and I was like, cool. But then the fact that it comes up – in the opening credits, yeah, is, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's a Park. little it's tasteless. fucking South Park starting with like, "Hey man, we might offend you, but what's up?" <laughs> yeah. That little thing, yeah. it's that, but saying like we're talking about mental health, so this is a big deal. So you better give us good reviews. It, it, and then, yeah, it this is, is basically not well something done. that you, you said yeah. the other day, but it's like, yeah, we bought in these experts, and then the depiction of psychosis <laughs> is. She hears voices and sees things. Yeah. Thank God you got the experts in for that. That's, yeah. that's literally like. Yeah. yeah it's, Where is the nuance in that? It's yeah. like it's like interviewing a yeah. hundred people who do clowning about their experience, <laughs> yeah. and then your clown character has a red nose and curly hair. <laughs> yeah. You do. You don't feel any of it. Is the problem? You sort of. I said of that to a friend it. today who loves this game, and he said that is the fucking dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm saying it on the podcast tonight. Yeah. I I I, I was incredibly. Bored. By it, yeah. yeah, and just like, yeah, the that the acting feels like year twelve drama solo. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's the choices they've made with how the puzzles work, how shitty the combat is, and then how regular both of those things are. Yeah, the hidden fucking collectibles being the worst type of that, where they're arbitrarily hidden around these levels. Yeah. Every single fucking element of this <laughs> game is bad. You can absolutely skip it. Five out of five. <laughs> I'm giving it one. One melon out of five melons on the, <laughs> on the fruiterer scale, and you know what? I, I'm you know what? I'm going to jump ahead. I don't even need to wait one week on the bare naked lady scale. When we check in, the lights are going to be off on this one. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, and I would be interested to hear about like or to see in I, articles yeah, and shit. Personally, what having not think. not played it but heard this, I yeah, I'd like to know not so much the articles because I can. I can exactly see how they would end up being positive. They would have mm. to be in a way. And I'd like to hear listeners if they played it. Yeah, yeah. from the what point of view, from the point of view of purely a game trying to do to, to tackle issues like this. One hundred percent, good on you. Right, this and one hasn't done it. We'd also like to know: yeah. Are there any examples that the listeners uh, have played before of games that have taken on? A, a mental health topic and done yeah. a good job of it. I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but um, yeah. but yeah, if you've played one, even if it's just an indie or a, yeah. or a an online thing, then then let us know because I would be interested to I would be interested to find one that does something in a way that I don't find superficial and yeah. that you. And that and that you can get something out of even not having that kind of personal experience of and makes you understand a little bit more. Yeah. Um, um, it's because it's such a hard line to walk for, yeah. you know, to yeah to make people understand who don't who who don't have any connection to it. Yeah. But also make it feel kind of you know accurate and respectful for so, for someone who does have experience. With totally. It. Like, how do you tread that line? Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, in terms of like games tackling issues like this. 
Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare does a really good job of exploring the gross effect that the military-industrial complex has had on our society. Not yeah. deliberately, but it does that. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I, I say know, that, I'll yeah, say this because we the the aforementioned thread in the uh, Facebook group I was talking about, uh, a friend of ours, Johnny V, yeah. got in and <laughs> not uh, my brother, hmm? not my brother, not ben. your brother, um, no. got in and recommended. Which, by the way, we should give him a quick shout out. He uh, worked on a game called Death Squared, which is out on PS Xbox and Switch mm-hmm. recently. I've played a little bit of it, but not enough to say uh, anything really <laughs> substantial on the show. Yes. But I hasn't enjoying- stopped you in the past, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a good game. Check it out. Um, I'm hoping to play it a bit of co-op of it to be able to yeah actually say a bit more on it. But he recommended in terms of like a game that's like a bit unset. Like people were sort of saying sort of shitting on this and going, oh, it's a shame because it looked like it could have a good kind of unsettling kind of vibe to yeah. it and all that sort of stuff. He recommended a game he's been talking about for a little while, but for some reason no one in that group has <laughs> followed him up on a game yeah. called Little Nightmares, uh, which I kind of read that today and was like, oh, you know what, it feels like a bummer to come in here and just shit on a game for half an hour. Like yep. I want to, you know, try and have something positive to say about a game. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, And you know what, just very quickly, the other thing is, I mean, maybe part of the thing with Hellblade is, I played it only to be able to talk about on the show. Like, I have a f- couple of games on the go at the moment that I'm enjoying a great deal. Yeah. So I don't really – it wasn't like – maybe if I was, like, in a position where I was, like, you know, had a big gap where I was really yeah. searching for something to play, maybe I would have gone in with a bit more leniency. So I kind of was on the back foot I'd from the get-go was, of just going, man, I wish I was just playing Cave Story right now. No, yeah. I was totally open-minded going okay. into this yeah. and, and hated it. Yep. Well, but anyway, so today I started playing Little Nightmares. I'm talking about this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I started playing a game called Little Nightmares, which has been out for a little while. And uh, it's pretty crazy that none of us have gone in on it because it is extremely similar to a game called Inside, which I believe was in all of our top fives yeah. at the end of last year. I don't remember five, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, really similar um, uh, uh, style of game uh, to the extent where it, it's kind of like the person who made it, it's as if they were obsessed with Inside and also they saw the bit in the first Toy Story where they go into Andy's fucked up neighbour's house oh, yeah. and got extremely traumatised by it mm-hmm. and kind of combined those two things together. So it's where. Uh, it, it kind of has – you can sort of move up and down. So it's kind of like 2.5 dimensional yep. where inside is just you going left to right. You can kind of move around the plane a bit more. Yeah. But it still is just left to right. Like it's for every now and then you can kind of snake up through a corridor or whatever. But you're basically – yeah, you're a, you're a little kind of orphany kid, kind of very similar tone and atmospherics but more sort of like fucked up creatures that kind of come out of nowhere – I played it today during the day and I'm genuinely looking forward to getting home now that it's night and playing it at night because it's really unsettling. Nice. Similar puzzle mechanics. Like everything you liked about Inside mm. is there in this. To the But it doesn't feel too much like it's aping it. Like it yeah. has its kind of own enough different kind of visual stuff going on to make it not just feel like a retread. And yeah. also it's not like heaps of games are sort of doing that similar thing to Inside. So I was just happy to be back playing a game like that that felt similar in style. Yeah, I because I, when you brought it up today, I, I, my reason for not playing it is like, uh, I didn't really know much about what kind of game it is mm. and it kind of looks a bit Tim Burton-y. But mm. more that I think about it, like the Tim Burton of like your uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is good. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that is a good, it, that's um, a good creative it, visual yeah. style. There's a little, there's a guy that's chasing me around in it at the moment that sort of is like, looks, it looks a bit, yeah, Tim Burton 
crossed with the the fucked up bits of Toy Story. Yeah, crossed with mm. like a um, f- uh, what's his name, Freddy Krueger. He's got kind of a Freddy right. Kruegerish kind of look to him. Right, but just really interesting kind of monster design where it is genuinely really upset, uh, uh, unsettling. Mm. And um, yeah, the the one thing about it is that some of the mechanics of the depth and stuff where, you you know, you jump to get on a bit and you right. fall just because you can't properly kind of see what the angle yeah. is. And for some weird reason, when you climb up ladders and stuff, the grab button to, like, pull doors open and to climb onto walls is the R trigger, which oh. just seems really unnatural and keeps fucking me up. Because yeah. Why would it be that button? Like, I keep forgetting that it's that button. Yeah. Um. But that's a that's a thing that I'm more than happy to overcome, and it's it's it, yeah, it's a rare thing where I play a lot of games purely for this show, and I sit down and I go, okay, I've I've formulated enough of an opinion about this to talk about it, but this is yeah. like I'm I'm really looking forward to, and I I believe you can do the whole thing in like five or six hours, so right. I'm looking forward to setting aside the eleven hours that I'll need to complete <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I I, I can't reckon, especially for the two of you, yeah, if you can get the time, I really reckon you should uh, go in because what? if you every Everything that you liked about Inside is yeah. it, it's it, it almost could if you told me the same people had made it as a sequel where they've tried to beef it up it just mm. feels like that. What are you playing it on? Uh, PS4. Great. Yeah. And what would you give it out of five? Man, at the moment I'm only I think I'm like an hour or two into it. Oh man, at the moment it's a four point five. Great. I'm it's, really really enjoying it. I it, hope yeah. it kind of pays off as it goes on in a similar way that um, if we're Inside gonna, did. If we're going to do rating systems, we've got to have finished the game before we do them, don't <laughs> that's we? That's, where the, the that's where the bare naked lady scale comes in. Yeah. Uh, oh. You get, <laughs> you get to confirm, confirm your rating yeah. in, after you've played it Okay. Oh, that's look, the I'll whole ju- point. I'll back in, but just at the moment, just initial yeah. kind of thing. That's I, the I thing. mean, at least it takes a dramatic turn into being... Yeah. Like oh, okay, so little spoilery thing. You're, you know, early on... You're kind of running along, and your character kind of stops moving as quickly. It, it sort of, you, you know, you get, it's grabbing yeah. its chest, yeah. and then you go past a bit where there's like a window and like into like a drab kind of cafeteria-looking thing, and there's a woman there with some food, and she throws you a bit of bread, mm. and so you grab that and you eat it, and then you can properly move along again, and then you go on a little bit further, and it starts happening to you again. So you instinctively know, fuck, well, I've got to get something to eat, and then there's a little bit of food in a cage, and you eat it, and the a big hand comes out of nowhere and slams the cage shut and then you wake up and you're in a big, you know, holding cell with all these other little, just little, you know, just those kind of little, you know, these little things that it teaches you. And and again, it's similar to Inside in that there's no no tutorial, no push this button to do this. You're just kind of in it and the story or whatever is going on is just kind of unfolding around you. So you're as in the dark as the character. Yeah, I'm in Um, the dark here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Al Pacino. Really good. Really, really good. Great. Sick. Mm. Um, So I've been playing a game as well. Came out a little bit uh, longer ago than Little Nightmares. Mm. Uh, (laughs) It is what I think now is definitely my favourite of the Assassin's Creed series, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Mm. And uh, the reason that it is that is because it has all of the stuff that the earlier Assassin's Creeds had that was good. The, all the climbing, the platforming, all that stuff, the, plat- the controls are quite good for the, all that stuff. It has a great um, environment, great characters, good design, all of your like combat stuff. You've got a couple of swords, a couple of pistols, a whole bunch of different outfits. That's all great. It's all taken that stuff from the previous Assassin's Creed and done it really well. And you're a pirate and you have a big ship and you upgrade your ship and you do ship combat and it's fucking awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. 
like I, I remember kind of like being a like younger and and really liking this kind of shitty pirates game called Pirates by Sid Meier, and. Um, really just being like, man, imagine if there was a game where you just got to play as a pirate. Like, you just got to do all of it. You got to sail around the Caribbean. You got to go to whatever city you wanted to dock in. You run around the city. You fought people. You got gold. You found treasure. Like, it's just got all of that. There was a Pirates of the Caribbean video game (laughs) that was originally going to be a separate pirate game called Sea Dogs, I think. Oh, yeah. And then they just got the license but didn't put anything Pirates of the Caribbean in it. (laughs) That's great. And it was kind of buggy, but I remember that being exactly what you're saying. Yeah, right. And it was around the time Morrowind was out. Yeah, okay. It was was like that and Morrowind. I was like, I could explore the world now. Yeah, yeah. And instead of doing that, I didn't go on a holiday for the last 10 years. (laughs) So why did you... Uh, not go in on this when it first came out. I did. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm going back in. It's oh, it's right. on the PlayStation 4. It's uh, It looks like it's been remastered. Oh, I don't okay. know if it just came out no, recently it enough that it, it just... it definitely has It just looks really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was really cheap on the PlayStation Store and I bought it again. And I don't know that I ever finished it when I first played it. Um, but because I remember the start of it being kind of like the worst possible intro to an Assassin's Creed game. So it's like... You're in in a big situation. You're in a fight on a ship, and then you get stranded, and then you just got to like climb around palm trees chasing this one guy. Mm. Right. So it's like, oh fuck, this is the worst kind of Assassin's Creed mission. And then you eventually kind of come to like a pirate town, and you like start the story going along. And then even then, there's like three missions where you're just like tailing people, and it's like, well, if you get seen, the mission's failed. Right. It's like fuck, this is. Like brutal. This is the worst of this Assassin's Creed kind of like design, and then it moves on, and then you get a ship, and then you become a pirate, and you just kind of like start sailing around, doing stuff, upgrading everything, having little side stories. It has the stuff from Far Cry of like hunting and upgrading, Mm -hmm. and it just has the absolute freedom of like, yeah, the whole map in this Assassin's Creed game is the Caribbean. There's like ten cities, like fifteen smaller towns. You can just kind of do anything <laughs> you want. That's a Caribbean. Ten cities and <laughs> yeah. fifteen smaller towns. But in terms of like an Assassin's Creed game, there's usually like three cities. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it's just it it feels like you have a lot of freedom, which is a good thing for a game to be able to like totally. pretend that you have. Yeah. So has it made you more interested in a the new Assassin's Creed and b that pirate ship combat that game that Ubisoft are doing? Uh, a yes and B no. Yeah right. <laughs> like I honestly like the way that this takes care of that stuff is like your crew is automated when you like have um, ship battles it's you know it's a ship battle you're controlling the ship you're shooting left to right there's barrels you can throw off there's other things there's chain shots and then when you board you just jump on and you're doing like really good fluid Assassin's Creed combat taking over the ship. I like so I can't imagine it being done better, really. Yeah, right. right. I, I, I've never played this one, but I do like. I remember seeing that um, your ship guys sing little sea shanties. You can pick That's up really cool. new sea shanties. You can <laughs> unlock sea shanties. Like it just has, it has all of that. What has been in in other Assassin's Creed games, tedious collectathons. It makes them all fun because it's like in the context of being a pirate. Yeah. It's just like, oh, fuck, this works really well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that that's still considered to be like the peak of that yep. uh, series. Yeah. Also, it the framing. It's free on Xbox Live at some point too, so I have that. Yeah, yeah. right. It's it's play. worth trying if you like any of the Assassin's Creed games. Right. Yeah. The framing in this as well is still, it still shouldn't exist, but it's the better version. So the framing device of this is that 
you play the start of the game, you're in the game, you're a pirate, you're playing around, then you come out of it and you're a games tester for a video, a virtual reality video games company. Okay, that's I hate so this. Lame. Yeah, that's Which, so fucking lame. Which I quite thankfully, liked all the future story stuff in the first See, game. I much prefer this. At least this is like, yeah, you just played a game. Like, But the story was, was getting interesting in two in Assassin's Creed 2. And then it went uh, right off the fucking... Like, they fucked that story up, but it looked like it was going somewhere good at one point. I, I disagree. I only ever put up with that story. The, the whole thing where it was like, but the world used to be future world. Yeah, and there's, and there's an apple and it's like... And then that woman makes thing. direct eye contact with you at the end of 2. Yeah, I... I fucking sick. I just Someone d- looking at me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. See, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> 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 but no, I, like personally, I just never connected with that story, and I just wished yeah, that right. it wasn't there. And at least this, there's no pretense of a story. It's like, yeah, come and play this. You're just in it. Yeah. yeah, you sit at a desk and you're like, hey, maybe your ancestor was a pirate. So yeah. here you go, yeah. play this game. I'm pretty sure they've said maybe Desmond's back in the new uh, one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. I've I'm heard up for that. That's that. if, if they do that story well, then it's just a good story. I, in a game I guess too. that's yeah. yes, sure. So, I just don't think they ever did. In the um, second one, yeah. they did. That's I, official. I, I disagree. <laughs> no, it's uh, official. Oh, also, I just want to really quickly say Hellblade has one of the worst endings I've ever seen. Okay. To the point where the first part of it made me yell out, fuck you in real life. <laughs> oh. Now I'm kind of tempted to yeah. finish it. And then the second the part of it made me laugh out loud. Oh, wow. Oh. What a treat. I'm going to show you it on the TV after this. Oh, fuck. Oh, really? All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, should we wrap this up? We, I think we need is, to. I guess so. Yeah. A- I just want to say, like, for people who got sick of Assassin's Creed and didn't play this version this mm-hmm. game it's really fucking good it's yeah. not just a good Assassin's Creed game it's the best pirate game that's ever been made yeah so cool Great. if you're at all interested in that give Other it a go the Monkey Island games Secret uh, of Monkey Island oh no the Curse of Monkey Island yeah Secret good. of Monkey Island I liked a lot but uh, this just plays into like I love the freedom of running around rooftops in Assassin's Creed yeah. and this has that and you're a pirate so yeah. it's fucking great 5 out of 5 yeah cool cool um, all right, we'd better wrap that up for another week. So filthycasuals.com.au for all the information about our bonus episodes, uh, past episodes and stuff are on there. And, uh, yeah, pretty soon we're going to start putting a bit more content onto that mm. site, a bit more written stuff. Yep. Um, Some cool stuff happening in the bloody machine. Yeah, yeah. a few things in the pipeline yeah. that I guess dum, we'll dum, be dum, talking dum, about dum, next dum, week. Dum. Yeah. So next week, uh, we will be talking about the update to No Man's Sky that came out yes. this week. Man. Yeah, I th- I'm definitely going to play it, and I think Noxie's going to try to as well. We'll review Sonic uh, Mania, we'll probably. We'll be talking Sonic Mania, yeah. and I there's feel like there's stuff. maybe one or two other things oh, coming out. Nidhogg, Nidhogg too. too. I'm yeah. looking forward to oh, yeah. Agents of Mayhem comes out too, which I'm not sure if I'm going to get around to. Right. That's by the people who did Saints Row, so I'm kind of interested. Oh, and okay. then the next two weeks after that, we have Uncharted The Lost Legacy is out, and then the week after that, the... The, the long-awaited Mario <laughs> Rabbids game. S- same which week as yeah. that. I'm very excited about. Yeah, yeah, about. that's yeah. the same week. Uh, and then Destiny 2. I don't believe too. they are. I think I am 100% sure they are. <laughs> yeah. Is Unchar- I thought Uncharted they, was... They will both be on the same podcast August 22? It's They will both be on the podcast after next week for us. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> okay. What date is Rabbids out? Before the 30th. That's all I know from looking at this. Okay. But because of the way we're recording for the next couple of weeks, yes. Okay, sure. We'll yeah. both be on the um, same cool. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And as we say at the end here of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Fuck Hellblade. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 